Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. A marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neath the cover of October skies. You know, the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. You know, I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. You know, the night. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you, and it's great to be back from Vegas. It was a nice trip. Good to be there, but uh, a lot of things have changed out in there. But first of all, let me wish everybody who celebrates a Lashana Tova a Happy New Year. Uh, it is the uh, start of the Jewish New Year, so for those of you who do celebrate, Happy New Year. Uh, Vegas is changed. It is no longer the the town I remember. Uh, the first answer from everybody is always no, where the first answer used to be always yes. Uh, they 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 are trying trying to capitalize on every possible thing that they can, which I don't have a problem with them making money, but uh, they 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 they've gone to from a you know um, we want to take care of you and. You know, the food and everything else is a almost a complimentary if you play enough. And now they want to charge and they want to murder you on everything. And uh, the couple of problems I had were the first answer from everybody was always no. So <laughs> that's the that's the new Vegas. Um, you know, listen, uh, I like it there. And I don't care because I don't go there for uh, for the freebies. I go there because I like it. But there was, a, I noticed a lot of changes and just, you know, even even to the fact that they charge 8 to $10 for a Coke is just, it's like criminal. Uh, it's like you need a mask and a gun. But, hey, you know, it was interesting. Uh, I stayed at the Wynn, and uh, the Wynn and the Encore are the same property. They were, but they were like two completely separate hotels, and uh, the Encore was much quieter than the Wynn, even though they were basically attached, so... We'll see, but it looks to me that there's uh, a little trouble out there. Uh, it didn't seem very busy uh, for the opening week of uh, football. Uh, it didn't seem, uh, you know, all that crowded. And, you know, I think when you when you look at it, uh, it looks to me like things are kind of changing, just like I think things are kind of changing in the market. I mean, I don't, again, I'm not predicting that we go down from here, uh, but I do see uh, some things changing. Uh, I do see um, the uh, the markets, you know, changing here. I think that we've had some uh, ugliness. Um, I think it looks like uh, we may be very well be headed, you know, uh, into the the very end here of this rally for now. Now again, that doesn't mean the rally is over forever. It just means that this particular run looks to be uh, ending and. You'll have a better idea this week, but it will be uh, quiet and slow uh, these next couple of days. Uh, you know, today and tomorrow with the uh, with the holiday, and of course next Wednesday is Yom Kippur. So again, there there will be some slow action here, and 
you know, we'll see how it indeed does play out from there. But again, there are a lot of things to to, to look at, and you know, I, I think that when you when you look at the bigger picture, um, you can kind of see that we are, you know, kind of. It feels like we're running out of steam. It feels like uh, the picture is 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 getting clearer. Uh, that we we will start to see some selling pressure, and you know, again, it's not a surprise. I mean, you you would be you would be surprised if we didn't see any selling. And of course, the, the longer that they can push this up, the longer they can continue to artificially uh, prop up the market, the the more likely and the bigger uh, the sell off will be when it does come. Now, again, we're not predicting it anytime soon. I'm just saying that, you know, we can expect to see uh, that that certainly uh, the markets will be looking for uh, some sort of reason to correct. And, you know, again, what will be the reason? It'll most likely be uh, the Fed. It'll most likely be interest rates. It'll most likely be, you know, something in that nature, a stronger dollar. And that's kind of the the focus that we always take from here is, you know, what, what is going to cause the next, you know, sell off. And, and again, it'll it'll it won't it won't announce itself. It will just one day show up. And when it does, you know, we just want to be prepared for it. OK, now, again, you know, we we, we always make sure in our equity positions that we're hedging. So we're not going to worry about that. Uh, but we do want to, you know, understand, you know, what can happen and where we where we are next, and and that's always something that you know should be part of you know what you're looking at is you know trying to see what the markets look like and and where the focus is, and I, I think we're starting to see. Uh, a little bit of a give back. Uh, I think when you when you saw Amazon hit. The one trillion mark, you, we said right here that you should probably be a seller there, and of course Amazon has sold off, you know, fairly substantially. Well, I don't, I don't want to say substantially. Uh, I mean, Amazon is down to nineteen fifty, so it's down a hundred bucks, down about five percent. And I'm I'm assuming that we could see uh, that selling continue. Uh, now again, I don't expect this to be like a debacle. I'm, I'm not ex- expecting the the actual crash yet. I think you can look though for you know what we see in the markets, and I think that's kind of the 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 the, the game plan is to now patiently wait for opportunity, and the opportunity we're looking for is to get to uh, the short side of the market, and I think we can get there. Uh, if, you know, things go according to the way they should. And, you know, we're going to watch. We're, we're not going to rush in and try to make it happen, nor are we going to try to tell the market what it should do. We're going to sit back and wait until the market gives us a very solid footprint. And then we will be prepared to rock and roll. But until then, I think you have to just kind of sit back and be patient. You know, I mean, you know, as, as long as you're hedged, it doesn't matter. That's one of the things you always talk about is as, as long as your position is is net hedged, then it really does not matter, uh, you know, what the markets do. I mean, if it's going down, you just buy more shares. 
uh, because you're getting money from your hedging to do so. But I do think that you want to be, you know, just careful in here. Uh, you know, new money, I wouldn't be, if I was not hedging, I would not be running in with new money in these markets. I'd be waiting. Uh, I think that's the the proper way to do things here. Uh, but again, we have to be always prepared to make the next move. And I think that's something that, you know, we just want to be focused on you know, going forward, which is why we're starting our new hedging class uh, tomorrow and our new futures class on Wednesday. But, you know, again, a lot of the things are just dependent on, you know, what the markets look like. And right now, again, we're not we're not in a hurry to do anything. One of the things we do know is that we do have plenty of time to get it and get it right. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, I want to remind you to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. You can also get the uh, sporting edge on the weekends right there at libertytalk.fm. And, of course, our high school investing program, uh, we're trying to continue to push this thing through. And after nine years and running out of capital, so if you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. You can go ahead and help us out there if you'd like. If not, no worries. In the meantime, we're going to step out here for a break. We'll be right back with more of the Bubba Show after break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. Problems in an economy. Now, Friday we had the jobs numbers, and of course they beat on, on the number, 201,000. But what are we not seeing? We're not seeing enough jobs of, of the ones that pay any real money. We're not seeing the overall progression that I think we should be seeing based on what we think that we're trying to do and based on what markets and equities are doing, okay? As I said last week, I thought Amazon was a sale when it hit the, the 2050 or the $1 trillion mark, and of course it was a pretty damn good sale, as it, as it turns out. And I didn't expect it to be that far, so I'm not looking. I don't take kudos for making the right call. I make wrong calls. I try to give the best idea of what's going on and what should prob- by probability should happen. Okay, But the jobs number was big, and of course the wages are not keeping up the pace, and I think that's another issue because, of course, although we keep hearing that there's no inflation, I can tell you this, everything I paid for over the weekend and everything I did, it, it costs more money, and I think that's one of the things that's a, a big issue and a big problem that nobody wants to do. And my good friend Danielle Martino Booth who worked for the Federal Reserve back in the day, has said and come out publicly saying, you fade the jobs number. They they have not done what they're supposed to do. And what's probably going to happen is the, the geniuses from the Federal Reserve are going to be forced to raise rates here, which they should have done all of the entire time, and they should have kept up. But, of course, they're well behind the curve now. And this is going to create, I think, a much bigger mess. I think really right now we have markets that are really going to be on edge here. I, I, you're, there's, you're starting to see a lot of very bearish signals. Now, again, I am not predicting that we go down tomorrow. I'm not predicting that this is the time that the markets break down. I am telling you that I, this is a warning. 
this, this is something that you need to be prepared for mentally and emotionally when it does sell off. Now, that's one of the reasons we run our hedge. And of course, our new hedge program starts on Tuesday, September 11th. There's still a couple of spots. If anybody wants to check it out, you can email me. But at the end of the day, okay, you need to be protected and you need, or you need just to understand that this next sell-off that is coming, and it, again, it could be tomorrow, it could be a year from now, I can't tell you when it's going to be here, but you need to be prepared mentally and emotionally to say, okay, I know, I understand that the markets go up 8% year over year, so I'm not going to <clears throat> let myself be forced out or panic out. Of course, the best way is always just to be hedged, but it, the overall picture looks like it's starting to turn very murky and very bearish. And you're seeing the first big sign that you're seeing here is that the buyers are the retail trade. Okay, retail is never right at the end. The sellers are the commercials, the underneath. That's the guys that are selling and the guys and gals. So that is something that does not make sense either. That does not bode well for a long enduring bull market. Now, again, we're 10 years into this market, into the most hated market in history. And of course, there are problems starting to start to perk out here and starting to be brought to, to, to bay here, which none bigger, which we talk about every single day, is how much debt is out there. Okay, we've, we've got student debt at over 100, excuse me, over 1.5 trillion. All right, again, you've got a lot of the politicians from the left trying to talk about socialism and, and forgiving college debt and for all that. Well, who do you think is going to pay for all that if they start to forgive debt? This is an issue that is that starts with the banking system, the way that they're allowed to print money, the Federal Reserve, the way that they print money and continue to try to keep interest rates artificially low by suppressing everything. And of course, what do we know when you continue to try to push something down, it eventually explodes the wrong way. Okay. It's like, you know, trying to cap a leak. It finds a news pot to leak. And then of course we have a flood and this is going to be the case. I mean, again, this is something we have talked about right here for the last couple of months. Okay. We don't know when it's going to happen, but we are telling you that the interest rates are going to three and a half percent or higher. We are telling you that the dollar is going back to par, and that's probably going to happen by the end of the year. And that combination will most likely create the black swan event that we've been talking about for many, many months here. Now, again, we cannot predict when. There's no way to know when the markets are going to have that event. But we know from history, and history tells us that it's going to happen. Okay. Now, again, I, I wish I could predict it. I've tried many, many times and not done well with some of the predictions because, again, it's much more important to understand and be prepared to react to a market than to try to predict the market. And the other side of being able to react to the market is you will find yourself getting much more success when you react because you will get a much bigger run typically. If you predict it, you typically will not make as much. So it's important to understand where we are. And when you look around the corner, you look into China. China is collapsing right now, okay? They've got major, major issues there. They've got a lot less money coming in. Now, again, 
We're not going to have a tag day for China. We are not going to say that they're going to be poor and go back into the third world nation status. But what we do know is that their GDP numbers were never that accurate and they're declining rapidly. Their debt, they're in the same debt problem that we are here. And of course, their debt is backed up by a lot of crappy assets as well. So you start to see between emerging markets starting to collapse and China starting to collapse, which is not an emerging market, do you think it's that far? And, and you'll hear the pundits and the advisors telling you, well, that's well, the U.S. is the only safe place to go. One thing we've learned from history is that when, it's, when, the, when the markets are getting flushed globally, nobody wants to go anywhere. You can look for... A, a flow into the U.S. dollar as a safe haven play. That's what you can start to look for because that's where money goes when, you, when, when, there's, when they're looking for safety. Okay? And that's one of the issues that we, can, we continue to watch is this major amount of debt that grows each and every day without concern of the people that are supposed to be, supposed to be taking care of us, which is the government. Okay? Of course... If you watched any of those Kavanaugh hearings, you had to be embarrassed with who is the, who is taking care of our country, okay, and who is taking care of all the things that we need to be done. Because if, if this is how they react when they're trying to confirm a, a a Supreme Court nominee, and again, I'm not saying that he should be confirmed or he shouldn't be confirmed, but what I'm saying is that if they're going to act like this, trying to take their bat and ball and go home. I think you have to say that these are not the people that we want representing us to, to, to determine the rest of our lives. Okay, And again, I don't blame either side of the aisle because I know the other side of the aisle would act very similar. Okay, So this is not a left or right issue. This is an issue of watching a bunch of children okay, that have no idea of how to take care of the American people. They know how to take care of themselves. They know how to line their own pockets without taking care of us. That is a bigger issue that needs to be addressed. And, and, and this is where this whole issue of, of socialism and other things come into play. Okay, But these are people that are, these are supposed to be the adults in the room, the people that are taking care of what we are, of our needs, which they have not done a good job. They are and not doing a good job. And again, I go to either side of the aisle. I don't, I'm not picking a side here because truthfully, myself personally, I am more in the center to begin with. I think as we've said time and time again here, I'm more of the libertarian type of, of politics versus this way right or way left. And I, I think that, that President Trump is more in that, that vein as well. But, of course, when you get these major battles on both sides of the, of the aisle, it's just, it's just childish. It's, it's just poppycock. It's just silly. But this is what we have to deal with, with the people that are taking care of or supposed to be taking care of this country. And that's always a problem that we will be dealing with uh, for eternity until we fix the voting and the political system. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course... Uh, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, as well as getting uh, the Sporting Edge there as well on the weekends. And don't forget to get my daily update, which is available to you for free 
at uh, BubbaTrading.com. You just fill out the box that pops up, and every day you get me to send you uh, what I saw happening, what I expect to happen tomorrow. It's like getting tomorrow's newspaper today, The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. Bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the Bubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the Bubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. Uh, so markets last week had, uh, you know, a, a pretty substantial, you know, a little bit of, uh, of movement. And, of course, we saw uh, some, some attempts to sell off. But I, I texted every day, all right, that there's still buyers out there. There's still money flowing in. And I like to compare the markets today to a boxing match. Okay, and most likely a fixed boxing match. And not that the market is fixed, but typically, if you ever saw the movie Digstown, you know, the boxer carries a guy for a couple of rounds just to make a good show. And I think that's really what we're seeing is sellers step in, they sell a little bit, and then they let the retail buyers get that last chance. I got to get in. This is my last chance. The dip buyers just step in and buy, and then they sell them a little bit more. But again, we saw that almost all week, even on Friday, when we were getting starting to get hammered, okay, the markets came back late, and they did close lower, but that was kind of the pattern each and every day. But I think one of the things you want to look for and look at is the amount of pressure the NASDAQ is now under. They were really under some heavy pressure, and, I, and, and again, we talked about Amazon with the starting to fall off. Apple was down about 4% last week, and again... I am not calling for the end of the world. I am not calling for this major meltdown and that this rally is over. I'm pointing out to you how markets work and how markets function. There are a lot of signs that are very, very uh, careful that you need to be very, very careful. You know, we're going into uh, the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah and, and Lashana Tovah to those who celebrate. Uh, and, and that starts tonight. So we're going to have light volume tomorrow and on Tuesday, okay? And then a week from Wednesday is Yom Kippur, which is another day that will create and take business away. It's going to be light. So a lot of things can happen here, and there's usually some movement around these holidays. So, again, remember, you will have light trade, okay, which could create what we've talked about, that vacuum effect. So be very, very careful, all right? At what you're doing. And again, I urge you to be able to wait to react instead of trying to guess in front. If you've tried to 
to, to work with these markets. They've been very challenging as they whip around. But we, I think we have seen the bottoms in gold. Now, I'm not telling you to run out and buy gold tomorrow. We like gold. We believe in owning gold. But we have held up very nicely. And it looks to me that we've made a higher low, 1190 to 1200 So I think that looks very, very good. The dollar, as we talked about earlier, is held at 95 level and is now starting to move up again. Again, don't ever think that markets are going to go straight up or straight down. They're going to have pauses. And then you're going to pick the trend of which way we expect it to go. And we expect the dollar to go higher. And it did hold the 95 level and, and perfectly is starting to work higher. Um, oil, again, as we expected, was under some heavy pressure. And again, that rally last week up to 70 was to me was just another opportunity to sell it. We can continue to try to believe that there's a big demand for oil. There is not. We have plenty of supply for oil. The weekly EIA report is a crock. Okay. Again, most reports are BS to begin with. All right. And this is, this is no different. You've got the faction of people that want you to believe that we're going to continue to go higher and that we're going to the moon, including some of the major banks, which are always full of crap and, and are only trying to get you to believe that they're going higher so that they can sell at higher prices. Again, that is not me making an opinion. That is a factual statement of how the market system works and where the spoofing comes in. And those who have the opportunity to do so usually take advantage, take full advantage of it all the time. Uh, I, the, the grain markets were a little, a little bit interesting last week. I, I think that um, when you look at them, I think they held up pretty damn well, in, in my opinion. I think that that's not a concern. I think that we're, we're buyers of grains, and uh, probably at these levels, wheat was under a lot of pressure, and there will be a lot, of, a lot made this week of oh, how much it sold off. Just look at the long-term pattern. It's going up. It's the, still the strongest of the group, but I think that soybeans have made the low. And somebody asked me last week about next year's crop and planting. I think if, if it's me, okay, I'm planting soybeans. Right? If it's me, soybeans had the most disastrous year overall, and, and, and I think that will change. Again, remember, everybody always kind of goes into the herd, and you start to change over. I think that soybeans is the plant. I think soybeans is what's going on. I think that's where we're looking to go. In the meantime, meats had a good week. As we talked about last week, they had a nice little bit of a pop, uh, especially hogs came right off the bottom. And, of course, there's a lot of talk now about the the, the, the swine disease in, in China and what's going to happen. And, of course, this will tie right into those tariffs. What are they going to do? All right. Now, again, we're not – I don't try to play it from there. I mean, this could create some action. But I, I'm very, I'm, I'm very much a believer that we were near the bottoms, anyways, as we called it for the last few weeks to begin with. So hogs had a nice move up last week. They moved up about 10 percent, right off the bottoms, as we said last Sunday, of where they should. So we looked pretty solid there. So I think the ag space looks great. That's the space where my money is going right now as a trader and as an investor. Okay, I'm not adjusting my. I don't adjust and sell what I own, but new money goes is going into those areas right now because that's where I believe we're going to see the biggest potential growth and the highest percentage return going forward. So that's what I would be looking as, as we go forward. And I think that, that those are extremely areas that, that we need to, uh, to, to look forward into. 
the cryptocurrencies uh, at a rough week. Now, again, you have got a lot of manipulation in these cryptos, like every other market in the world. Big money can sometimes manipulate. Now, you know, you, you've got a lot of people that missed out here that want to get in that are trying to keep the pressure on. You have the SEC not not giving the stamp of approval to some of these ETFs, which to me makes absolutely no sense, okay? I mean, if you create an ETF on whatever you create it on, what difference does it make, okay? You've got a exchange backing it up. You've got buyers and sellers exchanging wealth. What difference does it make? But of course, this is always my, my, my bugaboo with these guys is they're trying to figure out how they're going to make their money, okay? You know, again, I, I always reference you back to either the big short or to Wall Street and just some of the things that happen, you know, in these movies. Obviously, much of it is very much over-exaggerated, but the underlying facts are always true and always have some basis. So I, I think you, you want to make sure that you understand that and, and you you have the the from the pundits to the advisors to everybody else trying to keep pressure on these either because they truly don't believe or because they have no idea what they're talking about or because they are trying to keep them low so they can buy them. Now I will say this to you that many of the very smartest advisors that I know or family offices or buying into the crypto world. I am buying in the crypto world and, full disclosure, still losing money. Okay, again, I do, do not tell you that you should get in, but I, I would say, look, anybody should have a couple hundred bucks involved just in case it does hit the lottery ticket. But I do believe that they are real. I do believe that they're spectacular. I do believe, and this is from somebody who didn't believe, and I do believe that if done right and invested in correctly, that you can make money. I'm not. I'm telling you that you don't want to try to actively trade. I'm telling you that you should look at some, and and look at some of the less expensive ones that might have an opportunity. And again, I'll give you a couple of names. Iota, and I'll give you those names after the uh, after the break. But again, it, it's I'm I'm not encouraging anybody to get overly involved in the market in the crypto space. I'm not encouraging you to go crazy. Certainly, I do not want you to do that. If you're going to get in at all, I want it to be money as if you were going to a, like a, like I, I always like to use the, the dinner and a movie analogy because, again, I understand that they could go kablooey. I could be totally wrong. But I do believe that out of the, I don't know, a couple of thousand that there are out there, that some will, will make it. And I want to make sure that, you know, again, as I continue to say, we don't want to put a lot of money in, but we do want to put some in so that we can uh, benefit should it take off again. And, and certainly it is in the news every day. It's usually in because of bad news. And, and that's usually a great sign to look to be a potential buyer. So those are things that I'm always thinking about and looking for. Are, are opportunities that that will uh, that will show themselves that will give us an opportunity to participate, and I think that's something that you know we always want to make sure that we are prepared to participate in things that are good and things that can work out. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, and always great to be back. Although I'm still tired, 
<laughs> but uh, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. Uh, you can also download the Sporting Edge there as well. And, of course, our high school investing program. As you know, school is back in. And we're just trying to get this thing, keep it going. Uh, after nine years, I've run out of capital to continue to, to put there. So if you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And we're going to step out of here for break. And we will be back with more of the Bubba Show at the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz. The Bubba Show, we're coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Top of Horwitz, and we're going to give you some of the cryptos we like. So here we go. Yoda, which is one that I do own myself, full disclosure. EOS, EOS, I do own that myself. So again, there are others out there. But if you do your due diligence and look for some opportunity, I think you will find a spot that you should get into. Looking forward to this week, I think that we're going to have a market that is going to be relatively quiet. Okay, Now, there were some very bearish signals on the close, and Monday could be a little bit ugly because here's the problem. We have markets that should be very thin. Okay, That is an issue. Okay, It's always tougher when you have very thin markets. And with the markets opening, you know, Sunday night at 6 Eastern, that could create some problems. Now, I'm not saying it will, but it could be somewhat of an issue. There are some, some signs out there that were very close to turning over. Now, they could change, but I think that you want to look there. I think gold looks to be ready to pop a little bit higher. I think the bonds are going to continue to get pummeled. I think the euro currency is going to continue to get pummeled. And, and, and these are the things that we're looking out that, that, that show you between what's going on globally, there's a lot of things that are, that are, 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 are problematic out there. And, and we're not looking to create problems. We are looking to move on forward. Okay, So understanding how the markets work is very important to you as an investor. We're- as you know, I have an opinion. I kind of mix it in throughout, but I always have one that I really like to discuss. And uh, we talk, we opened up the show with Just Do It. And of course, this is the 30-year anniversary of the Nike Just Do It campaign. And, you know, everybody's in an uproar about Nike and about using Colin Kaepernick. Well, not everybody, but those who are against what he stands for. And I will say this to you, okay? I don't like Colin Kaepernick. I don't like what he did. I don't like that they kneel for the national anthem. So I am with many of you who believe that way. However, this is the United States of America. And because it is the United States and because the very people that he is protesting stood up for him, he has that right to do it. Now, Nike also has the right to use whoever they want in their advertising campaign. But I will say this to you. Do you think Nike is a dumb company? And I will say to you that they are not. They are extremely successful. They're first from a left-biased place to begin with. But that has nothing to do with it. They're not, this is not a left or right issue. This is a money issue because it's always about the money. So you can bet your sweet potatoes that Nike did a lot of research. And who is Nike's client? Okay. Again, Nike's, Nike's client is not me. Okay, Nike's client is not older 
successful people, okay, that are going to be their main clientele. Their clientele is the younger, the millennials, the gangbangers, and, and those are the ones that support all of this crap. Again, I, I don't want to make this a political message. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. I don't like what he stands for with the way that he's doing it. I do believe in equal rights. I do believe in everything else. But again, I think the venue is not the right spot to use a protest. I think if you want to protest, then you protest at the correct areas. A football game, where which should be bipartisan and should be non-political, I don't think is the right place. But Nike, I assure you, has done a lot of research and a lot of financial dollars and cents on whether or not this campaign using Colin Kaepernick is going to hurt them. And I'm saying that they came up with the answer that no, it's not going to. And I don't think it is either, which is what makes chocolate vanilla. We all get a choice. And of course, they are not aiming at me as their client to begin with. Okay. I have not personally bought Nikes for 20 years. Okay. Because Nikes are more for the younger. Okay. That's, you know, the athletes, the the whole story. It's, it's a, but you can bet your, you know what, that they did the right thing and they're, they're not concerned. Now, again, I don't like the message that they're sending, but again, that is what makes America the place that we should all want to be, which we are. Okay. And respect that everybody has the ability to speak their mind, to do the commercials they want and everything else. So, as much as I disagree with my, what Nike's doing, I know that it's probably going to be successful because they just did it, and they're a very successful company. So the beauty of America is I don't have to agree, but I can respect the fact that they're entitled to do the way they want it. So I can take nothing away from them. I have to respect what they've done because this is the greatest country of the, the, in, the, in the world. And of course, that all being said, we let them do what they want. And that is the beauty of being an American is we get those the flexibility to have the opportunity to have Colin Kaepernick if we choose. Again, I choose not to, uh, but I'm not a I'm not really their customer anymore anyways. And not for political reasons, just because their products are uh, not for uh, uh, usually a 60 year old white guy. OK, so, you know, again, their their whole product line is built on you know athletes and, and young guys that follow all that. So to me, hey, you know what? It is what it is, and I I don't worry about it. Uh, I think Nike will do just fine. Uh, again, I think that uh, this this ever ending or never ending battle of um, decisions between uh, uh, kneeling for the national anthem or or, or standing, I think should end. And I think that the sport should say just, hey, you know, look, we are the sport, we are the business, and we would like it to have you stand. Because I think when you don't stand, you do disrespect our troops. But I have heard from many who are in the, the services that say that it's okay with them. So, again, I don't, I don't want to tell anybody what to do, what to believe. I think that that's the beauty of where we are and who we are is we get to believe in what we want. And as long as we're not you know, breaking the law, as long as we're not uh, doing things, you know, illegally. And and, 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 and uh, the other things, I think that that just says it all right there, that we don't have to, you know, always agree. I mean, you know, that's that's the beauty 
of being here, okay? But certainly for those who are trying to make this country socialist, uh, that's not a good sign. Uh, and, and that is kind of where we're going. And if you remember, a lot of the big supporters behind this uh, situation are who? They're the ones that have all the money already. You know, you have to look at this in a realistic form. And if you go back and look at some of the things that the Federal Reserve has done over the years, it has really benefited a very few in the minority. Uh, and and it's all, as it was written in the book, The Creature from Dick Island, this is almost scripted to take away from everybody and, and, and give to the few. So, you know, we've seen that socialism does not work. We have seen the different things in the globe, around the globe that are happening now that are proving that although the United States of America does have some uh, socialist uh, components, okay? And I think that's something, okay, that, uh, that we have to be aware of, okay, is just, you know, a lot of the benefits, a lot of the welfare packages that we have and the, the things are partially socialistic. So, again, it's just something... Uh, that we have to be aware of. Uh, but certainly we want to make sure that we keep the ability uh, to uh, to have the freedoms that we have earned and taken care of to get over the years. And I think that is something that we always want to make sure. But again, companies are free to make the decision as to how they want to uh, advertise and the audience that they want to go after. So, again, I cannot argue with that. I can only sit by and, and say I don't agree. But at the end of the day, it is their right. And, of course, that's what the United States of America is about, is the rights and freedoms that we have earned uh, because of the people that fought for us. So if you keep that in mind, that will do it for today's Bubba Show. As always, I thank you so much for being a part of the show. Make sure you download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. You can get the Bubba Show and the Sporting Edge there. And, of course, don't forget about my daily update. I do it every day after the market closes. It's available to, available to you for free. All I have to do is go to bubbatrading.com, and you can get that update each and every day. I'll email it to you right after the close. And that'll do it for today, everybody. Happy New Year. Lashana Tova to those who celebrate, and I appreciate you all. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow right here on The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, we're coming back tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.